Now, the whole theme around sustainability, around zero waste, about looking at our carbon emissions, as I said before the break there, it is driving every business decision that you are going to make in the coming years ahead. Indeed, a lot of businesses that are starting now have put sustainability firmly at their core. Indeed, that's what brought these people to the table in order to set up a business. So one such business is Biasol. It was set up by Ruri and Neve Dooley just last year. Its mission is to help improve people's nutrition and reduce waste with innovative, sustainable Irish foods and it's a natural way to contribute to a zero waste world. I'm delighted to be joined now by Ruri and Neve here. Very good evening. Who wants to start? Where did the idea for Be Us All first come from? Thanks for having us, uh, Ronan. Uh, I'll take this one <laughs> to begin. Um, I suppose, as you said, it, it started last year and unfortunately I lost my job, um, like a lot of people, due to the pandemic. So uh, I was at home with a lot of free time and Rory was actually living in Melbourne at the time and he was in a harsh lockdown as well. So it was really him that kind of approached me over Zoom and said, look, will we look at uh, working on a food project together? So my background's in food science So um, and his is in IT and finance. So we kind of put our two heads together, but we knew we wanted to uh, develop something with sustainability at the core and also something that was of good nutrition, um, high nutrition. So but that's ne- where neither we of began. you actually had a background in, in running a food business though. No. No, no, no. <laughs> so this is gonna start sounding like you're absolutely crazy, but uh, I know yep. when people go through yep. this and, and they hear the progress that you have made to this point already, um it's quite astounding too. So Rory or Rory, over to you then. Um to come up with an idea or having an idea about creating a food company, how did you go about determining number one, what type of food you were going to look at at making and to then start finding you know, is is there a market for it out there to to get to where you are at the minute? Yeah, um, where it really started was was just again sustainability. So, what can we what can we do that you know isn't having an impact um, on the planet, and what's actually benefiting more consumers by giving them more nutrition? Our first project was looking at a sustainable source of protein, which ended up being um, crickets. So we were researching: could we grow cricket farms and 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 uh, produce cricket powder? Um, but we quickly realised that the Irish people aren't ready to eat insects anytime soon. So <laughs> we quickly pivoted onto um, Brewer Spencrain, which you know, as as it's a byproduct, completely fit the bill for being a sustainable resource. Um, and when Neve did the the homework on from our food science and and dug into the nutritional analysis, we were, were like amazed by how much um, fiber and protein is 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 left in the resource when when we when we use it. So, and had anybody else been looking at something like this, or was it a very innovative idea that she had? Um, I suppose there's one or two large companies in America but we hope to be the first in the UK and Ireland to commercially uh, sell Brewer Spank grain as a food product. Um, and there's one other company in Copenhagen, I believe. But um, yeah, but, but I suppose you- once we knew there was a lot of nutrition left in it, um, that's when we kind of put the head down. <laughs> And of course, being in the Midlands, um, the Neve and Ruri are from Athlone um, and they've kind of brought the products or they're, they're getting ready to launch a product here kind of via Furban, the food campus, and now from a facility in Tullamore. So it's been quite a journey around the Midlands for you. But the Midlands is, is the key to it because there are so many brewing yeah. companies and you're, you're now kind of partnering or working closely with those. Yeah, there's, I think there's over 60 craft breweries in Ireland now and that kind of sprung up over the last kind of decade. 
But yeah, luckily enough, we're in the Midlands and we're surrounded by, I think, just probably 12 craft breweries that we can reach in 90 minutes. Um, and they've been like instrumental to this, to our progress to date. So we're currently working with St. Mel's in Longford, Dead Centre in Athlone, uh, Brew in Trim and Ballykilcavan in Strabally. Yeah, I think the Midlands of Ireland is going to be the craft brewing capital of the world now very, very <laughs> shortly too. Hopefully. So, Neve, take us through the product then exactly. I mean, you said it's highly nutritious, but maybe can you give the listeners an overview of, you know, what it is, how it's created in the brewing industry and then how you're going to take that and turn it into this product? Yeah, um, so when you uh, start the beer or the brewing process, you actually get your grain and you heat it up um, to extract the... Um, the starches to go on to produce the beer so basically what is left over is the main husks and it's mainly barley so that's like really high in fiber and high in protein there's some prebiotics in there as well and some vitamins and minerals so it's a really good resource but what we do essentially is collect it from the breweries and then bring it back to our um, production facility and we dehydrate it and mill it back into um, a baking ingredient um, so we have that and uh, we have a few products for the B2B market so um, we're selling into the food service industry um, directly at the minute and hopefully when we're up and fully scaled and launched we'll work with a distributor but for now we have um, a dark malt uh, ingredient, a light malt ingredient and some whole grains as well so the dark malt is actually made from uh, your stouts so you get a quite darker um, colour and like a stronger flavour and then there's also the light malt so that comes from your lagers and your pale ales so they're slightly different but uh, that's the beauty of the craft breweries they they come up with all these new recipes and types of beers so then the malts are different so um, yeah we've we've been testing them and, and uh, working with them in the kitchen and baking with them and um, yeah it's been it's been a journey <laughs> And that whole notion of the circular economy, as it's a real, it's a kind of a driving principle behind the company as well, and the whole zero zero waste approach. What typically happens the product after the brewery? Is it typically just d- dumped to market, or is it? Have you have you just found a way of kind of obviously taking that out of that and finding a value added use for it? Yes. Yeah, so what typically happens, um, like the large breweries, like your Diageos, and that they'd have long standing standing contracts because they have a s- consistent supply of spent grain every single day. A lot of that goes to livestock feed. Um, with the craft breweries, they're not as consistent. So sometimes you know they rely on local farmers to take away that grain. Sometimes the farmer can't make it. So in certain cases, it's actually the grain ends up in landfill or it's a waste, which is to us <laughs> we go. Yeah. It's just nearly like it seems like a sin for that to go into landfill when there's so much nutrition left in it. So that's where we kind of come in. We can help the local craft breweries by making sure there is no waste and f- on their behalf. And then we're adding more, you know, uh, more food back into the human food chain. And I suppose just a, for listeners to know as well, this isn't just an idea that you've had. You've, I mean, the developments, the scale of the development you were kind of given to me off air just before we came on there, it was, it was fascinating. You've been through things like the Super Value Food Academy already. Um, just take us roughly over the last, whatever, 18 months, like since that original Zoom call, um, and just give a sense of what you've been doing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say there's been a lot of long hours, long hours put into this, I would say. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I suppose it started uh, when we had the concept um, 
I approached the New Frontiers program with AIT and Enterprise Ireland. Um, I was at home, so I had a bit more free time. Rory was abroad and still had a full-time job. So I kind of went on the journey with New Frontiers and did phase one, two, and we were selected for phase three. So that was a great help. Um, it really kind of shaped our whole business. I learned absolutely loads. Um, so that kind of brought us up to the end of the summer, I believe. Um, and then we went on Super Value Food Academy and um, that was another great programme. And then I suppose in amongst all that, we were over in Furban Food Campus and that was really kind of testing the products and validating that we had a safe product and that people actually wanted the product. So that that was that was that was a lot of work and, and long hours and so essentially yeah, it's been like eight or nine months of just you know making small batches, doing our homework, doing the research, and testing it with a small group of customers to see do people actually want it and mm. what we're finding is they're loving the flavour <laughs> and that's probably the biggest thing really a yeah. big piece of feedback is that multi-flavour that, that, that's given from the grain yeah. yeah and exactly you know, as I say if, the, if you spot a gap in the market and as, not so much spotting the gap but as was you know for repurposing a product that otherwise could have been dumped as well the fact it's nutritious the fact that customers like it this is really starting to line up for you so even ambitious um, targets on the next couple of months you're looking to really have this product out there front and centre yeah, exactly. So we're just uh, finished setting up our new um, production facility in Tullamore. Um, so that's been a bit of a, a mammoth task for the last couple of weeks, but uh, we're almost there now. Um, and yeah, we've been working on a retail product. So a lot of the homework we've done has been with experts on the B2B side, like your your chefs and your bakers in the industry. Whereas now we've got a product that's for everyday consumers and it's very easy to use. So essentially you just add a tablespoon into your porridge in the morning, your smoothies and some of your home baking and you can just add that fiber boost and um, that multi-flavor. So hopefully we'll have that on the supermarket shelves in the new year. Wow. And uh, how do you predict your working relationship will go now, you know, being brother and sister? Is that a, a great, you know, is that really what's going to be, I suppose, the, the driving force behind the company or uh, how is that, you know, well, are you predicting any major rows and falling outs? No? Well, I suppose we had the, the distance of the whole world when we started off because yeah. I was in Australia yeah. <laughs> and he was in Athlone. And since I came back, we've been under the one roof. But, uh, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, going forward now, I'll be upstairs in the office and Eve will be down making, making the grains. So we'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll you make seem it work. to. I, I noticed in any kind of um, you know reports that are out there about it, or even on your website, you kind of clearly made that definition as to who's doing the business yeah. piece and who's doing the food stuff. But uh, <laughs> can you just remind people or let people know if they want to find out more about BSL and the Super Mill Grains, how can they do so? Yeah. yeah. So um, if you want to check out our website, um, it's www.bsl.ie, and we're on Instagram at BSL Foods, and the same on Facebook. Um, but yeah, all our email and our contact details are on the website. Super, and just yeah, for anyone that's <laughs> yeah, perfect. And it's it's B S O L, so B I A, as in the Irish for food, and then S O L, so B S O L. Put it together there, and you will find that Ruri and Eve. Um, it's a fabulous story. Uh, looking forward to hearing a lot more about it next year, and all the very best with that product. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for having us. So there we go. There is a family business at the startup stage. Um, it's certainly been a, a rapid couple of months for them, a rapid development there over the last uh, while. Um, after the break.
break, we're going to check in with another family company, albeit one that's been in business for 101 years, because Brian Donaldson, the CEO of the Maxwell Group, will be here to talk about their investment plans in the years ahead, particularly at a time with so many electric vehicles expected to be on our roads in the next five to ten years, that their core offering is evolving rapidly and how they are actually adapting to meet that changing requirement from customers. Lots to come here on Taking Care of Business.